Hello and welcome to another rousing episode of The Jude Form. Uh, last week, it uh, turns out I may or may not have made some promises that I could not deliver on. Uh, depending on who you ask, that's kind of my MO though. Uh, I promised a Thanksgiving extravaganza and what I was left with was a total of zero minutes of interviews. Uh, so we're just going to keep on keeping on. And I'll, uh, like I said, I'll spend some up this week. Not a whole lot to talk about. The playoff picture is getting increasingly clear. Uh, it's going to be, uh, you know, it's just getting kind of fascinating at this point. Anyway, everybody's favorite segment, Fastest 69 Seconds, coming right up. I am your 2020 Jude Champion, Charlie Stevens, and here we go. Chicago to beat Jimmy Garoppolo. Founding father Justin Jefferson did his best pilgrim impression as he attempted to kick Jalen Elizabeth Warren off of his rightful land. But you can't beat a cook, Dalvin that is, on Thanksgiving. This was truly a battle of the space cowboy versus the cocaine cowboy as Bass Finally got over a bump that wouldn't go up Eric's nose. Dilly dilly, 115. Scary Terry, 110. We didn't have this matchup in the bag until. Hold up. Jack that thing up, Terry. Jack it up. David's team decided to quit joshing around, and Jacobs rumbled for an 80 yard touchdown to give the Meow Boy a three point edge. Lamb played the Uno reverse card and told Suck Up T's Henry Nuts to suck up CD's nuts. Got him. Besides Trevor Godmode Lawrence, the rest of Wynn's roster couldn't get things going. Especially Tony RB2 Pollard. But Wynn, don't worry. Deshaun Watson will make it all better when he comes back from suspension. Here's a joke. A Christian, a druggie, and a sex offender walk into a bar. Psych, that's just Wynn's quarterback room. I guess we'll all, I guess we'll all get to see where Wynn's morals lie next week as he decides who to start and who to sit. Meow with chickens 132, suck up keys 129. We travel down to South Beach for a clash of the Titans as Palmer hits the town to take on Gray. Palmer might be in a relationship now, but he still got that dog in him as Saquon Bark Bark Barkley led him to the critical dumb. Travis Etienne fell flatter than a clip on the croissant. And Palmer, who won this game? Your boy. No one cares who won this game! You're both in the playoffs! The rich get richer! Palmer, 132, Gray, 109. What? Charlie Top, Johnny Bottom, sure gave Blake the Almond Raw 
Double Dog Airtight Special. Ramon Dr. Dre Stevenson dropped 20 and showed he's still DRE. Meanwhile, Run CMC just lost his backfield competition and has even more upside to close the season. Garrett Wilson had a touchdown breach T in his name, but he didn't, he didn't stop there as he teabagged every player on Blake's roster after the dub. I'm talking Call of Duty style. Amon Ra had a decent game, but the rest of Blake's roster took the St. Browns to the Super Bowl. And by St. Browns, I mean a shit. And by the Super Bowl, I mean the bet. I know Blake was pissed because after he tweeted, boy, shut the fuck up. Y'all be capping too much on this motherfucking house. Never smelt the football field. Never did shit but eat a dick. Charlie Top, Johnny Bottom, Disappointing nil to one effort. It's a good thing we ain't got relegation in this Premier League. Kissing boys one, buns nil. Oi! 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 <laughs> Your JPF PFF FPF stat of the week. Ben actually won a game. Justin smoking that herb. Ert finally found it. Finally lived up to the hype. Brian got arm Robinson, wore a big hat, and also had a big day. And Ben's roster popped off on his way to a Chris God win. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? What day is it? <laughs> Except Mike Evans wasn't doing the humping. He got bent over and railed into Slaughterfest. <laughs> Chase might have to Justin tuck and roll because his roster is looking like a dumpster fryer mute. Don't look now, but the race for last place just got a, just got a really interesting. <clears throat> got Scott Robinson, 142. Jake Tuck, 103. Some spread. What? We get to Alabama for a battle of St. Michael's. Miles Sanders went off like a pistol out of Jenkins' bedroom window at 3 in the morning. On the flip side, Austin Eckler proved why his autograph merch is worth so much on eBay, as long as it isn't wiped away by the housemate. This one was more intense than 1v1 driveway basketball, but like Auburn Ole Miss this year, H5 comes out on top. Let Russ cook, 125. JCB, that's Jamar Chase bankrupt for the uninitiated. 90! And that was your fastest 69 seconds week 
11. And uh, while we're here, let me just uh, go ahead and be the first to say, what a Thanksgiving weekend it was. Jags win, Knowles win, over the Gators, Miami's not bowl eligible. <sighs> fantasy team won, work league, fantasy team won, just everything coming up, Charlie and Donnie. It's a good holiday, I got to see some friends, got to hang out. As I mentioned off the top, I was not able to actually record any interviews, but that's okay. There's always Christmas. And there's always me carrying the show. I don't mind it. I do it for you. A lot of empty real estate to fill up out here, fellas, but damn it, I'll build it with my own two hands. <clears throat> if Coward can do this for three hours a day, five times a week, God only knows I can do it for an hour once a week. Not a problem. I reckon you probably tuned in for the uh, for the fantasy content, but quite frankly, I'm probably just going to ramble about a few different things. We'll start with fantasy and just kind of see where it takes us from there. Overall, a good week in the Jude. Really fun to watch. I know some of you were watching the storyline I brought up last week uh, with uh, the bottom four teams all playing each other. So it worked out beautifully for the fellow agents of chaos out there, such as myself. Um, bottom two teams won. It's as simple as that. They will not go quietly into that good night. Ben, out of the clouds. We knew he had it in him all along. Maybe it's a day late and a dollar short, but, you know, sometimes moral victories, they don't count. But to help you out a little bit, comes out here, puts up 141, highest scoring team of the week. He even said it himself, never thought he'd see the day. We're proud of you, bud. We're proud of you. Way to go. With his back against the wall, playing the guy who was going to put him out of his misery. If that's not just an exemplary motion of just the human experience, life Lives on. Truly incredible. And then on the flip side of that, Henry getting off the mat, 103 points, breaking triple digits. Same exact thing. Trying to climb his way out of the basement. He can do it. He can win out and make it out of the basement, out of the jail. Him and Ben both can make out like bandits. Him and Ben can win out. If Chase and Phil lose out, you will have a brand new team shared next year. Ben and Henry make out like bandits. Like thieves in the night. Like a thief in the night. It's going to be interesting, boys. And, and Chase... He goes, he plays my team this week, and he plays either Gray or Palmer next week. Dire straits. He is rooting for both of these guys to lose out because it's going to be tough going for Chase on the way out of here. Injuries hurting him. Bad roster. Scratching and clawing. I mean, it, it feels, <clears throat> it's almost like I'm living in the Hunger Games 
You know, because all the elites are just looking down at these animals scrapping each other for the last little bit of food on the table for their lives. But damn if it's not entertaining. Really something. Really something. Just a good effort all around. Um, the movie keeps playing. The popcorn keeps popping. And damn it, we're going to keep watching. I'm so excited. Then on the flip side of that... The, uh, you know, stop me if you've heard this one before. The top three teams continue to dominate. They have already locked up playoff spots. Hence the asterisk. Asterisk, by the way. Not asterisks. Grow up. Asterisk. Hence the asterisks. I just did it, didn't I? I think I just said asterisks. I'm going to take a sip of drink here. Hence the asterisk, by their name, they are locked, stocked, ready to go, adding insult to injury. Two of them played each other this week. In the spirit of the old league, they probably should have gone kicker to kicker, but they didn't. And that disappoints me, but I get it. You can't all be as original as Gray and Charlie were in 10th grade or whenever we decided to do that. And I flunked my way out of the playoffs. <clears throat> then right behind those three, you got another trio of squads with seven wins. You got Hayward, you got Charlie, and you got Wynn. Now, all three of us can cement our spot in the playoffs with a win this week. And if that happens, that leaves us with only two playoff spots to go. Going into the last week, two up for grabs. Who's got that golden ticket? Who's getting that last shot on the Titanic? Well, there's not a huge competition for that either. I mean, you got Bass and Eric, 6-6, six and six, sole proprietors of the last two playoff spots. But Jenkins and Blake are the only other two that can get in there. So you're left with two spots for four people if this scenario plays out. Now, I know there's a lot more that could happen. But it's all very interesting at this point. It's getting good. Home stretch. Mm-mm-mm. Got your bottom four. Two teams at three and nine. Two teams at four and eight. Two teams at five and seven. Two teams at six and six. What a great year this has been. Three teams at seven and five. People are battling out here. Talk about parody. Who's the commissioner here, and why is he doing such a good job? He's giving these secrets away for free. He's not even charging for this podcast. If this guy were my commissioner, this guy being me, I would get together with my fellow league mates and get some kind of grand gift going for just the outrageously fine-tuned league he has assembled. Take that back. Jenkins assembled the league I have managed it. I have watered the seed and sprouted it into a beautiful sunflower seed field. Beautiful. Sunny 365 days a year in this league. Never rains. Always sunny. Upcoming this week, a few key matchups you're going to want to look at. And a few key matchups you can disregard. Because people are locking up their tickets. It's going to be good. Like I said, I got Chase playing me. Me and Donnie. 
Chase desperately needs one more win to really uh, really take himself out of contention for that bottom two. And, uh, and Donnie and I would like to get the win, lock up the playoffs, and start thinking about our future. And you got Palmer and Jenkins going at each other. Same thing. Jenkins really needs that win. He can still lose and make the playoffs, but he needs a lot of other things to happen if that happens. He needs uh, Eric and Bass to lose this week and next week. He'd have to win next week. Just really a chaotic scenario. Um, Phil, Phil's taking on Bealster. Oh my gosh. Can Ben and Henry get out? I'm smiling ear to ear just thinking about this. It's so, it's so good. Honestly, Blake is the only one <laughs> who's got a, a very relaxing two weeks in front of him because he's not making the playoffs. I guess he could, but he's got, I think, Gray and Palmer back to back, but he's not going to come in the bottom two. He is firmly where he is, right in the middle. A little below average, but that's okay. That doesn't hurt you in this league. He can just chalk it up, say you had a good time, catch you boys next year. <clears throat> Speaking of chalking it up, what the hell happened to the Gators this season? Auburn, Jenkins, David, getting all triggered in the group chat. Just because I'm poking a little fun. It's what we do. It's how we act as college football fans. And I love it. But let me just say, it's pretty easy to get at you boys. I mean, I know I've got some pretty thick skin, but we got to come up with some uh, some better razzes for Charlie. Because with our football program performing the way it is, I'm, I'm going to be a hard peg knockdown. I'm going to be talking that talk. And uh, I can back it up. I can back it up. Beep, beep, beep. You hear that? That's me backing it up. Hugh Freeze. Are we sure about this guy? Decent recruiter. Kind of a weirdo. Pervert? Yes, not Italian. Just a pervert. And he's all up in people's DMs. It's in his Auburn contract. You got to give up the rights to your social media to be the head coach. That's a guy you want. Can't wait to see how this goes. Anyways, it's getting late. I digress. Let's just wrap this thing up, shall we? Big old week coming up. Big old aspirations for the playoffs. Cannot wait to see how this plays out. So many different scenarios. So many different ways to go. So much chaos. In the meantime, take it easy. Peace. I got-